Driving in Texas is serious business, and oftentimes things happen to good people. All too often, people who are injured because of other people's negligence rule out contact in a law firm like Push and Win because they assume that they don't really have a case. That's not true. For your free consultation, why not call a law firm like Push and Win, who not only want to help you, but put your life back together. Auto accidents and 18-wheelers can cause serious injury, and you need to hold them accountable with a team like Push and Win. Visit pushandwin.com or call them at 713-636-5067 and tell them Eric from 104 sent you. Hey, it's Laura from 104.1 KRBE hanging out with one of my best friends, actually, Enoch. You may not know his face yet, but he is from season five of Love is Blind, filmed right here in Houston. And it's just crazy because the the filming process obviously happened, you know, a couple years ago. It takes some time before it, it hits Netflix. And I've known about it. I've been keeping this secret about it. How is it keeping the secret yourself? I'm very relieved. You know, we've got 24 hours left, so uh, it's been pretty tough, but um, I'm really excited to show everybody and the rest of the world um, the fun we had. So let's back up to life before love is blind. Sure. Dating in Houston. Yeah. <laughs> we talk about this all the time. It yeah. is a struggle out here. So what was your experience like before you went on the show? Yeah, I mean, so Houston is a, is a great city. I don't think there's a shortage of eligible women, very beautiful women here in Houston. Um, and I've met my fair share, but I think where I differ is finding someone who's compatible with me long term. I think we can tolerate each other for the short term, but when it comes to you know dating, marriage, getting engaged, uh, it's kind of tough finding that one person that um, I could see myself with for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then, you know, thinking about this show, obviously, you go on it knowing that a proposal could potentially happen. Yeah. Like, what was that like for you? How did you know that you were ready to get married and go on a show like this? Yeah, so for me, you know, I would, I would say I was one of the younger contestants. However, I think in terms of life experience, you know, I'd been through a lot. I talked to people, and I think for me, I felt like there were, had been quote unquote the one a few times in my life and I kind of felt like I missed out. And I was like, you know what, I'm on borrowed time. Like I can't have one more person come into my life that we pour into one another and it just doesn't happen. And so I was like, you know what, this might be my chance to, to find that one and to you know, not have to you know, look back and say that could have been, so. Did you have any fears going into it? Um, I mean, I'm a pretty, confident person. Mm-hmm. However, uh, I would say just like your, your natural fears, I would say for me, I'm very much myself at, at all times. And so not being enough or being too much for someone. But outside of that, I was pretty, pretty confident going in. Yeah. No, and you are a very confident person. And I think that's never really been the issue, you know? Yeah. Um, so was there anything you were excited about? Yeah, I like think, leading up to it, the whole the whole lead up time. Yeah, I think for me, getting out of this traditional dating, I think the prospect of you know finding that person because, um, you know, dating apps and going on dates, as fun as it can mm. be, can also be very very rough. The streets, yeah. as they say, are very rough. Yeah. And so um, that the prospect of you know kind of like being able to live life and enjoy life with my person. Um, that was really fun, but um, I mean, it, I mean, the experience in itself is a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a new kind of dating, but you know, I think if you really put your all into it, it could work. From what I've seen on the other, have you watched the other seasons? 
You know, that's funny. Um, when I was first approached, you know, they asked me if I'd ever seen it, and I said, um, actually, no. And so I'd heard of it, I, I clicked on it on Netflix, and I kind of seen some things, but never watched it. And uh, a couple of the guys on the show, they kind of teased me, because I was watching it on the plane right there. So <laughs> I was trying to learn, like, what is going on? What is the whole process? And so, yeah, it was, it was a new experience for me. Did you ever have, like, like an moment like like before you got to you know the filming and all of that so when you first get there I think that's like the first day right before you shoot I think that for most people that's like that wow like we're actually here like we went through the entire process we you know found out yeah that we were gonna go but I think the, the most surreal moment was like the day when you first get there and you're debriefing and you're learning all the ins and outs you just kind of like soak it in and you're like wow like I'm really about to go date 15 women, and it's going to be televised for the entire world to see. And like meet my wife, possibly. Absolutely, absolutely. When you did you go into it with, I would say, any sort of <laughs> expectations? Like, okay, here's my rundown of what I'm looking for, and your boxes, essentially. So for me, I like to keep an open mind. Um, I didn't want to limit myself because I knew that, you know, even for myself, a lot of women probably wouldn't like the fact that I'm a little bit younger. So, like, keeping in mind, like, hey, there may be one or two things that might traditionally I not look for in a woman. Um, but again, I, I think I always bring it back to peace. You know, as long as you allow me to be myself and um, don't cause unnecessary headaches every other day, <laughs> I think for me that's all I could ever ask for. So, um, continue to keep an open mind and making sure that you know we could both be goofy and silly together and, and build a life. Yeah. yeah. What was your family's reaction? I'm, I'm so curious yeah. about this. Yeah, so my sister and I think my, my parents may have seen it before, and my sister was not on board. She said, you're not doing it. She wouldn't allow me yeah. to do it. Um, she's like, you're not going <laughs> to disgrace me, and you know, because we're both, you know, she was in college at the time. And so she was like, yeah, you're, you're not about to ruin my college experience. <laughs> ruin her life. <laughs> exactly. Uh, mom was very uh, like, what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> and I told her we have nothing to worry about. But you know, she was like, please just don't embarrass me in front of my coworkers, because her coworkers all watch. <laughs> and then dad was pretty chill. I, I don't think he'd probably ever watched it before. So he was just like, what are you doing? So. <laughs> yeah. And then, well, obviously, it's not just a couple days. You know, it's a right. full process. So what about your job? What, how did they react? You know, that was a very interesting story because at the time, you know, I had just accepted a, a position. And so I was in that, like, training period. So they gave me, like, a week of training. And then that's when I heard the news <laughs> that I was going to go. Sorry. <laughs> and I had to sit down with my manager. And I said, hey, I know this is crazy. I know I just got here. Um, but I need some time off work. Yeah. You cannot ask me why, but I promise you. You couldn't tell them. I could not tell them, but I said, I promise you, I will be back, and when I come back, I'll be fired up and ready to go. And so they kind of made me a promise, like, hey, well, we'll grant this just one time, but when you come back, you better you know, do your thing. So. Man, that's a good boss right there. Yeah. That's a good boss right there. So you get to the you get to the process. You do the debriefing. You're ready. You get into the pods. What was I guess the overall experience dating in the pods like? Like was it what you expected or completely different? So I don't think anyone can really ever understand what it's like dating in the pods until you get there yourself. 
Um, but I'll tell you what, it's not as intimidating as it may seem. Mm. I think your first couple dates, it's kind of like, oh my God, like how do I do this? I can't see them. I can't see their like, uh, you know, their body language. Uh, but after a while, you kind of like, oh, this is actually quite com comfortable and um, I liked it. I think obviously I would have preferred to have at least some other context clues to go off of, but um, after a while, you forget the cameras are there and you can really get down to the nitty gritty. I think the intentionality of like the questions we're asking, we're not doing a lot of fluff or not a lot of small talk. You just dive right into it. So yeah. I think that process in itself is, um, is really nice. What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real, because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's what women binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. We have Lauren Bosworth with us. Yay! The Hills. So what is like your number one question from fans? The primary question I still get asked was, what, is it real? <laughs> <laughs> In 2024, to me, is a surprising question to get because I feel like everybody has been through the reality TV gauntlet at this point. What women binge wherever you listen. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Well, and I, I remember before you left, you were like, I, I need to go shopping, you know? Like, I need yes. all these new clothes. So it's it's funny because it's like you're you're buying the clothes more so because you're being filmed, not because you're getting ready as if you were to go on a first date and, right. and make a first impression. Yeah, it's it's one of those weird concepts because, you, like you said, you can't, like, you know, impress the person with, like, your, your image. And, um, yeah, I think... For me, it's one of those things, you look good, you feel good, mm -hmm. you know, you perform good, so, yeah. Yeah, so you, would you get ready every day? Yeah, I yeah. think me and the rest of the guys, you know, we would all, you know, try to look our best and, you know, compliment each other on our looks, and we all have different um, styles, we all have different tastes, but it was always nice to kind of see, like, what type of fit someone threw up together, and, yeah. And obviously the point of the show is you, you date without knowing what the person looks like. It's not right. supposed to be about looks. Did looks ever come up in conversation? Not as much as you think. Um, there are just some parts of life that like just, it's inevitable to understand like looks. But mm -hmm. I mean, there was a couple times that maybe a question or two had been put into play. But I think a great pod dater can ask the right questions and get a good description of what they're looking for. Uh, but at the end of the day, like there's no perfect what you're looking for at the yeah. same time. So Yeah, and like when you're, when you're in there, you know, right. what, like, I, it's just like a crazy yeah. thought process and a crazy experience. It's like, did you ever think about, like, a girl that you were talking to, were you ever like, oh, this is what I think she looks like in my mind? Yeah, so there's a few. Um, like, as you start to narrow down, you kind of have, like, your, your select few and your, your top rankings. And you kind of, like, envision, like, okay, if this is the person I'm going to be with for the rest of my life, like, what does she look like? Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, you kind of like start painting a picture in your head, like, oh, she told me that she likes this, or she does this, and perhaps maybe, you know, oh, she played sports and whatever. So uh, there's always, you know, an idea that you kind of paint in your head, but um, you never truly know. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Well, again, it's like compared to regular dating, it's like you go on a first date, you start to kind of fantasize your life together, you go to bed and you're like, oh, you know, that person's so beautiful. It's like, I feel like when you're in those early stages of dating, it's hard not to think of that. So to like create this image of someone in your head verse, eventually you met all of the women that you dated. Right. So would you say people were what you thought they were or looked totally different? To be honest, I can't think of a single person that, you know, that I dated that looked anything like what I had in my head. Yeah. And so I think that's kind of cool. Um, but no, they picked a really good cast. But in my head, I, I don't think that any of them, I was like, spot on. That's exactly what I thought you would look like. Yeah. Yeah. And then I want to know, too, were there questions that you couldn't ask? Was anything off limits? Or was it like totally just whatever you want to ask? So I think the, the purpose of, you know, Love is Blind is to ask those uncomfortable questions and get them out early. So I don't know if there was any questions that were particularly off limits. And I think that's purposeful and I, I kind of like that. Like, yeah. um, you have to get, in order to be in that position there where you're gonna actually take that next step, I think you should answer those or at least address those, those tough questions. Yeah, you have to get vulnerable to really yeah. engage in the experience, I oh, would absolutely. say. And then we gotta talk about, we gotta talk about the men. Because oh, yeah. that lounge, every time I watch, it's like, you know, the dates happen, and the girls go back to their lounge, the guys go back to, to their lounge, and then it's like, I don't, how do you, how are you in that environment and not, like, feeling jealous or feeling like, oh, my God, we're all competing for the same women right now? Yeah, the lounge was, it was a great time. Uh, I think that was our area, that was our sanctuary, that's kind of how we stayed pumped up and not like down in the in the dumps. Um, for myself, I can't really speak for all the men, but I know for me, you know, there was always banter of people, mm-hmm. oh, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. I never let that phase me. Um, I'll tell you this, so me and a couple of the guys, because um, there's a huge area, and so some people congregate over here, some people congregate over there, and you know, people who know me know I like to have a drink or two. And so I would congregate by like this little secluded bar and some of the guys in the, f- the show I became, you know, kind of closer with. And so we had our little group and we had this little bar area called the talking <laughs> table. And we didn't really talk, you know, it was a lot of, you know, just serious conversations, goofiness, but um, that was just like our little area where we could kind of like just open up and be kind of like more intimate one-on-one and yeah. build a better bond and I mean, there were times that maybe like, you know, we would talk about our dates and kind of learn a little bit more about one another, but that was some of the most fun experience that I had during the entire shooting was the talking table. Well, I feel like it makes you feel more normal in such an unfamiliar process to like have guys around that you can be yourself with and like kind of separate the two worlds for a moment. Yeah, I mean, you have to understand like you're in this process and you're very focused and so you need something to kind of break that focus to kind of like mellow out. Otherwise, you're just going to be, you know, mush. Your brain's yeah. going to be mush after the end of the day. Were you allowed to have a phone? No, so no distractions. So yeah. for me, you know, that was a very, it was actually a really refreshing period, you know, not having to have your phone and um, just, for me at least, very focused on finding my, my person and, um, you know, you can hear me throughout the, I'm just trying to find my wife, I'm just trying to find my wife, I'm just yeah. trying to find my wife. So. Um, It was kind of refreshing not having my phone. Yeah, well, and it's just crazy because it's like, I remember when you 
you know, finally got your phone back because we're friends. So, you know, right. I would send you texts. They would go through green. I'm like, oh, I guess he's not back yet. Right. Guess he's not back yet. Right. So it's like when you finally got your phone and then it's like you're 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 put back into reality. You're starting to see what's on the news. It's like it's like you really were living a whole different life. And right. then you come back as, I don't know, how was that? Like, did you come back to a million text messages? So you probably don't know this. My family definitely doesn't know this. Probably no one knows this. I didn't start, like, messaging y'all back until a couple days after I actually got back. Mm -hmm. So, like, it, I mean, it, it takes a lot of toll yeah. on you. And it's, um, you know, it's, it's a lot of information. It's a lot to process. And you don't want to answer the same question 500 times. For sure. So you just want to like gather yourself and just kind of decompress. And so, um, yeah, for me, you know, I took a couple days of just kind of like, you know, I understand you guys are concerned or you guys are, you know, interested in knowing. I will let you guys know, mm -hmm. but I just needed, you know, 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. And then it's, it's like the whole process, then you're having, like you said, to explain it over and over to everyone yeah. who wants to know. Was there people that... Like you, obviously when the news came out, you know, beginning of September when they dropped the cast list, were there people that had no idea and were seeing your photo for the first time in the trailer or whatever and they're like, what? <laughs> I had no idea you were on this show. Yes, so I, I pride myself and I did a really good job of kind of being incognito. Um, I mean, there's people I talk to every day, people that sit next to me in my cubicle. Like, I mean, there's just people everywhere <laughs> in my life. They're like, so you just, you weren't gonna tell me? <laughs> And I was like, I mean, hey, you know, uh, <laughs> surprise. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, my, most of my family knew at least I went. Um, a lot of my friends, like I said, they just look at me and they're like, dude, like, seriously? Like, you didn't, yeah. uh, you didn't think to tell me? And I was yeah. like, yeah, you know, so. Well, and I feel like it's crazy because they filmed so long ago to right. the point where now it's like, sometimes your circle changes or you know you yeah. other people come into your life and you're just like oh by the way yeah I did this show a couple of years ago and now yeah. it's airing in September like it's just it's a whirlwind experience Absolutely. how would you describe the experience overall how do you feel about it you know I was skeptical before mm -hmm. going in I was like I just I just don't see it but once you actually live it out you're like oh wow like I see the intentionality, I see and I understand like the purpose. Um, and so for me, like it's one of those things where you almost have to just go through it yourself to really understand what is going on. Mm -hmm. So I, I really enjoyed my experience, I learned a lot, I feel like I grew as a person um, and I thought it was a really good experience for sure. What would you say you learned the most about yourself? Yeah, so um, dating, you know, 15 women all at once. Um, you are kind of forced to talk to people that you probably wouldn't ordinarily and vice versa. They probably wouldn't talk to me either. And I think for me, like a lot of the women are a little bit older. So I had to like mature myself mm. in that process. And um, just having the courage to ask those difficult questions. Like a lot of times, like you might talk to someone, you're like, ah, I don't want to ask that. That's, and I don't want to step on toes. Um, but even talking to some of the guys, you know, and there's like, if you really want to ask it, just ask it. If you're too afraid to ask it, you probably shouldn't be talking to them. And so that kind of like really pushed me to like kind of be a little bit more bold and point. being very intentional with like, if I really like that person, I should really, you know, pour into that. Yeah. Would you say that mindset has spilled over into other aspects of your life as well as in, you know, family relationships or work relationships, like being more intentional about questions and all of that? Yeah, I think, you know, 
Dating and business are very similar. Mm -hmm. So I think I pour a lot of like what I learned in there into business and business into dating. They're not the same, but you know, that, that same process, dating and an interview are very similar and you know, courting and so um, I think it's definitely trickled over into other areas of my life for the better. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. Would you recommend the process? Absolutely. I think it takes a different type of person. I think if you're um, if you're very stuck in your ways and you're not open-minded, I don't think it would probably work for you. But if you're very open, and I think if you have a big heart, um, because at the end of the day, you know what you think and what you do, a lot of times can be two different things, mm -hmm. and you'd be surprised at what your heart would would, would do. And so, I think if you're open-minded and you know you would consider you know doing things that you probably never would. I think it would be an amazing experience. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Well, I want to get into all the spoilers, but of course I cannot. <laughs> so I will just have to wait and see. Uh, the first, what, four episodes drop so. at midnight tonight, September 22nd. Cannot wait to see all the drama. I know. I know. <laughs> well, thank you for hanging out. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. <laughs> when you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.